Hey, John, you been hunting? Yes, sir. Hey, Stefan, you been surfing? Yeah, papa. Hey, Mark, you been fishing? You know it. Come on. Welcome to the Wild Ben. I've got Marcus, John, and myself talking about some interesting things that have been going on in our lives and uh, definitely going to talk about a little bit of the state championship, fishing, a lot of harvesting, even some taxidermy and some other wild and crazy things. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, are you excited to be here today and what we've all experienced through this last week? It is a good day. We're all exa- exhausted. It's Sunday. We it's do these Sunday. podcasts on Sunday. <laughs> so we're kind of wrapped up by the end of the time. And, lying, dude. And, uh, I don't drink coffee after like three o'clock. So. <laughs> but it's great to catch up with you guys. I know you've been surfing your brains out. Yeah, yeah. Marcus has been high tide fever for days. Yeah, dude, it's been a good week. Uh, a lot of high tide, kind of weird fishing week and stuff. And uh, some beautiful like weather, though, like been cool bluebird skies most of the time so kind of windy day some of this time but it's a it's an interesting especially like that storm and everything be going on in the gulf this week yeah a lot of low pressure in the atmosphere i actually had coffee before the podcast so i'll sound a little chattery I mean, <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it's what i do a tub of chico and a cappuccino ah. But uh, I don't sip it with the pinky out, so that's one of the things. I do the espresso <laughs> with the pinky out. <laughs> yeah, the, the low pressure that came into the Gulf first was a tropical storm, and it was uh, pretty interesting the way it came in. And then, sure enough, a hurricane started forming behind the peninsula. The uh, the real crazy contusive area of the Caribbean was just on, and it, it goes over the Yucatan. And then, of course, we have warm water there in the Bay of Campeche, high 80s. Mm-hmm. And so everything that hit that, that you know, because we had a cold front before it, right? Yeah. And we're like, oh, there's fall. And we're like, yeah, right, it's Texas. Wait five minutes, weather changes, right? Exactly. It's 30 to 100. Um, but once that passed, we had that one little window where the jet stream drew back up in the top part of the United States, And it was on, once again, tropical storm season. Boom, we scored great surf at Clayton's. Uh, It's a new pier. I know you both grew up surfing Bob Hall. We saw the what they consistently say, the death of Bob Hall. It's still there. It was Clayton's. Clayton's is a new pier in South Padre Island. Um, oh really? You gotta go fish the shit. Padre is fire. Surf and fishing. No, it's sick. Jr. showed me a couple photos. He got a couple of head dips in there. Yeah, there was an interesting wave, and I I hope to tag it along with our podcast. We have an Instagram, and and we'd like to attach all of our events and our videos, and so that'd be something to show. There's actually a couple of good shots of a a wave breaking just perfectly barreling, just like anywhere in the Pacific Ocean. If you're a surfer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just a beautiful barrel that you would want to be inside, and and it was really showing face there because Texas has open beach sandbars. It's not just a structure, yeah. and they're building a structure out into this open beach, which is going to stabilize these sandbars because our sandbars always move. But when you have a structure and you have the pilings in the sand, it, it, cre- it yeah, it, it creates a break. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Yeah, I mean, Chris, like, you can see that's coming off, like, a lot when I go offshore or something on the boat. Sure. You can see those lines Like a sand off. shoal. Yeah, you've or... seen those, like, shoals coming off, like, the pilings are kind of deal. Yeah. It's trippy because it's permanent. So it's good for the surf, and it's good for catching fish. The, the fish like to lay in between them, you know. There's a lot of different predatorial fish that hide and get, you know, 
behind the, the different little indentations or if there's a structure there. And, and uh, these big shoals create this wave and that's what we have fluctuating all through our coast. And so when we throw a jetty or, or a pier, everybody gets excited and we're like, I want to go there, man. It's going to be so sick because some of the sickest pictures are taken off of piers. Sure. And you know, you yeah. being a photographer, there's been multiple days where you were getting, in fact, you just shared a photo, an amazing photo of you getting barreled. You got one finger pointing out and you got your front foot there. Mm-hmm. And if you're a surfer, you know what this means? Kind of cheater five leaned over into the arch and you're just getting barreled. It's like back during this shot. Jeff Dolan photo, man. There you right go. There, man. Yeah. That's we were really blessed. Cool. That was a beautiful swell, you know. And like you said, uh, I love surfing piers because it allows those waves to breathe through the pier versus a jetty, which creates a super gnarly current. You're talking about, mm-hmm. we were discussing South Padre swell <laughs> earlier. And you have these death currents that happen. And because there's no way for this water to get out. But through a pier, it kind of breathes through those pilings. And that's why J.P. Luby was so good when we were kids. Oh, yeah, the pilings. Yeah. You remember pilings. Yeah, because the, the pier was gone. It was just the pilings. Yeah. That was it. And the surf was fire there. And then they put the jetty there. How yeah. sick is that? You can grow up. Both of you guys can grow up to this point right now and still talk about something that no one right now can ever experience. Never seen it. Ever. Never these groms don't even know. They don't even know. And so the point you're talking about with Charlie's or whatever, uh, Clayton. Clayton and Charlie's cherry. He's right. Louis' backyard. But, uh, you know, when they started putting in the Packery Jetty, I was in California, but Mike Boyd would send me photos Mm -hmm. and the, the JP Luby was still up. So all of a sudden, boom, 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 four different waves showed up. Yep. And got all crazy. of that, it got kind of nuts. And yeah. I surfed a couple I days. And then there was another time when they were done with one of the jetties, but not the other one. Okay, they were done with south and not the north. Yeah, no and north. then they had the buoy there. And Greg Cheek and I scored, man. It was mental. We paddled out in the fog and it was just barrels. So I can see where that what pier they're building down there is just firing right now. It's new structure. It's pretty crazy because like out front of this pier, you have a point of reference and you're seeing these insane barrels. I I had a great experience with Morgan and I know um, it. I mean, I looked over at him. You both have been to Hawaii. You both have shared those experiences. And I looked over at him and I was like, man, do you have anxiety? And he was like, man, there is some, this is as heavy as it gets anywhere. And I'm like, man, that's how I feel. And it's funny because the Pacific Ocean is the heaviest pretty much all around, I would say. Chopu. Yeah. Well, it's the South Pacific (laughs) is insane. But this is like not saying that it's super the equivalent of that particular wave, but the the opportunity of consequence oh, yeah. is there. Oh, yeah. And it happens back there. So to even think that we're going to see a pier go out there and it's already like that, it's just insane to how it will redefine those bars and it's open, there's no other structure. Whereas now the Packery Channel kind of does a little bit different with the pier and it just erodes a lot because of that kind sure. of pull it's pull it's pull, pull yeah most yeah so it's a trip it, it has that current and that flow so when that sand comes off like packery it either whips it in or just whips it out the that's correct you can now you see it on it so yeah you see it google earth you can go oh, and see yeah. it well you're I right you he's hit right the nail on the head you know i've traveled the world i've seen many many oceans and, and bays and gulfs and such but you know the gulf of mexico is one of the craziest things i've ever seen or experienced you know because it does have that 
you know, when you're surfing these hurricanes, it's one after the other. And, and like you said, it's these hold downs and shake shakedowns. And it's literally like, give me your change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got to look at it like when, there's a storm in the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean. There's a lot of free water out there. Sure. When a storm gets in the Gulf of Mexico, it's reverbing off Florida. Yeah. It's hitting all Texas. Currents. Is yeah, everything. Currents, everything. Yeah. You have a huge concave coast along with Mexico. And it's just got to be, it's just intense sometimes in there. So I feel like that's why there are a lot of talented surfers that come from our area that feel real comfortable in very unusual heavy water spots. And that's a cool thing. I I think that that we've got a good training ground when it is big and when there is consequence to really take that and go somewhere else and maximize on it. I mean, I've been to a lot of other places. I've served some really good you know winter storms on the east coast as well as on the west coast and even in Kauai, i i feel like wow you know even boca chica we'll talk about boca chica just came back from boca chica um it felt like you had to know what you were doing you wanted to be with guys that knew what they were doing that were good watermen that would would help save you pay attention to you not just be selfish for themselves and we were all trying to time it to where all right well here comes a set well you know if i go in you know i'm coming back out water's moving yeah and so there's so much water moving there's there's dude there's two football fields and there's a couple skis out there, but you're not friends with them, but they know that you're out there. You don't know if they're going to come and get yeah, you. Don't you don't check that. in with yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Put a $15,000 ski yeah. in Jeopardy to come shit. rescue you. Some shit. dude who came from fucking Houston. Yeah. Did he <laughs> <run>? <laughs> he ran over by us. It, it, it's crazy because we all went out there on a boat that um, somebody had rented. And so we jumped out there, swam out to the boat. There's, you know, Mike Kiff's out there giving rides to Barracuda Beach. That's a that's a cove break. Yeah. In Texas for those that don't know it research that and check it out because there are waves and it's insane because all these little breaks are going off and then there's just one zone where if you got a ski are you willing to paddle out you actually can feel the anxiety. It's just like sitting on the inside of Blacks, but not Blacks, okay? It's oh, his yeah. own experience, yeah. but, you know... You're either I, surfing Blacks or you're not. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> hey, there's 20 or 30 second yeah. hold downs. It's such a deep rolling wave, and there's so much energy. So I would say that we topped out on the 42020 buoy, the NOAA buoy, at 35 feet at 16 seconds, Okay. That does not mean that we were having Nassar, Portugal, big waves, right? Once it got to our continental shelf, I would say the the biggest wave out there consistently would probably be a 15-foot face. In most places, it'd be like a seven-foot day. It was... (laughs) <laughs> it was it was it was interesting it was interesting everything was uh real serious though because you're just way far out there i mean how many experiences have you had on this coast where you actually had to like think about oh it's been 20 seconds yeah. i haven't come up yet well like you said you know it's a it's a it you know i've surfed We've been around the world and we surf tidal bores, you know, in China and uh, there's the one in Brazil and Alaska and stuff like that. And it's a bore. I mean, you're dealing with, it's not like, you know, a lot of Pacific Hawaiian waves you're talking about are a quick snap, a good hold down and that. But we get these tumblers. And what we're, yeah, you know, you're just rolling. Rolling, dude. Rolling, rolling, bro. Half the football field, like you said, you're gripping your board and you're just holding on for dear life and you're just like, Jesus Thank God I got a new leash. I hope everybody <laughs> buys new leashes during the year. You know, like 
You can't be trusting <laughs> leashes in Texas heat. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Shit. dude. It just deteriorates to nothing. Yeah. Like I mean, everything out here deteriorates. And like in the you're hitting the nail on the head. It's life threatening. Don't kid yourself. We've all, if, if you're a serious surfer in this town or this state, you've dealt with, you've been scared for your life. If you've done it, if you've been out in good hurricane surf, then I hope you have because you're, you're finding out what you're made of. Mm-hmm. You're chasing the element. You're, you're living in the now. You only got this one swell. Tomorrow it ain't going to be here. And you surf for nine hours or whatever it takes, you know. Sure. So I was out this year and I'm pumped. And so it's kind of weird for me to be on the sidelines. Yeah. And to hear like, God damn, it really was good. You know, so yeah. it's cool. I think it's beautiful, and uh, I'm bummed I didn't buy a border in the beginning of COVID. Shit, I'll start a wave storm, dude. And I almost <laughs> bought one, dude. I was like sitting there. I, I have like this board I've been eyeing for years. I was like, I should just buy it and stop being such a baby about it. And I just couldn't do it. And then I was like, damn it, this whole year has just been fire. Well, it's crazy. Yeah, we've we've if seen the season. It. Yeah, if you want it, there's you know snake eyes all day long. Yeah, this season's. I won't, I'm not going to compare it to the 2004, 2005, is, except for the fact that it's got similar characteristics as the jet streams doing what it's doing and the consistency in name storms. Is it benefiting Texas like it did then? No, it's not. Those were historical. Yeah. But this one had characteristics that were like that. And yeah. it was like, all I thought was I got up at daylight and I was literally driving into the park and I thought, man, I'm going to come around the cove and it's going to be well overhead in the cove. And it wasn't. No. And so everybody, they, there was like 15 people that had that same thought. So they put the new pier inside the state park? No, it's actually down the beach. And oh, I think okay, it, cool. yeah. So there's a, a place, if anyone's ever been there, he said Charlie. Charlie's was a place back in the day. Oh. And then it became Louie's. And then from Louie's, it's come to be Clayton's down at the end. But, mm-hmm. you know, one place is del- no longer exists. Louie's still exists. And then now there's Clayton's and Clayton's. Is not only a venue for music, it's a cool place to go surf because they're building a pier. And the guy that's building it is like, I'm so down with surfers. He even wants to hold the TGSA state championship there. And that's really cool because the state park has fought us for so many times. And again, yeah, you got to have this $2,500 lifeguard that probably swims in a pool for the 500 meters, not even a true USLA ocean going ocean knowledge lifeguard so some of us carry a usla uh, certificate we we keep it up to date and that's first responder etc so we're there's enough lifeguards at a contest but the state wants to charge you all this money and you're like at the end of the day you're like hey this is a organization nonprofit. we all swim yeah like we're saving people when we have these contests yeah we've had multiple contests at padre and in at bob hall local surf spot Everybody's saving people and saving people And it's, (laughs) yeah, so it's funny because you have this argument with these people that don't really kind of register with it. Oh, my God. Like, Wasn't there supposed to be a skate park right in that area? Yeah. Is that still happening? Where the where the helicopter landing pad is? No, they're do, they're gonna do it somewhere on the island. It got approved finally. There's a skate park going down on the island. I still want right to see it in North pier, Padre dude. as well. Do what? It needs to be right there by the pier. Oh, it needs to be. I wouldn't be surprised if Clayton would would yeah, you know shit. Uh, donate some guy. land. He's gonna do like a restaurant there or something. Oh, or? he's got a great restaurant. Well, it's not like the craziest kind of restaurant, but it's like a a grill and a beautiful little bar set up where there's 
multiple people can be in a, a crazy venue, bar, the pier's right there. You order a drink. It allows you to go on the pier. You can view the ocean more right up on it. I think he's going another 1,000 yards out from what I understand. Wow. So it'll be 18 Hundred yards. It's not done yet. No, it's in the first stages of it. Oh, you look at the pilings. Right. Yeah, it's it's about halfway out. It looks. Yeah. Cool. And we'll drop like a photo or a video you guys can check out if you're listening. I know people get attracted to all the things we talk about, whether we're catching fish or harvesting an animal or even just checking out a wave when there was a storm and you weren't there. Because Texas has that beauty and that paradise that you got to seek out sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah. I know you were just talking about the TGSA. Let's talk about your TGSA state final, man. Did you just get the championship? Like, well, take it home I, I wouldn't say. I want to. I want to say really that there's a lot of people that walked away with state championship uh, rankings. Um, they have an overall points champion, and um, in most places you would go with whoever has the most points at the end of the year. That's sure. the whole idea: is carrying consistency. It in, and it also keeps everybody staying on point to every contest that to you're supposed to go to. Every contest, yeah. And I know things happen, and that's part of the game. Um, maybe that's why you shouldn't get second and get first all through the year so you don't miss out on that. But if you don't make all the contests, of course, it's a disadvantage. Yeah. So I feel like some people are like, oh, yeah, it's just the – but I'm like I'm consistently making the finals, and whether I'm nipping at your toes or whatever, at the end of the day, it's, you know, this is where we're at. So I, I'm not going to claim – state- coming out, yeah. son. I'm not going to – Hey, I show up and you play every yeah. single time. You, you should have seen him looking at me. That was yeah. weird. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to say that I walked away with the state championship, but I guarantee you that people thought about me the night before, and I guarantee you that that's why we all go out there is yeah. to have fun. And that's it's not about – Yeah. But everybody that I competed against are my brothers, and, and we even – I'm not even going to mention the name, and I'm sure you'll hear it because I know you listen to this. But you you were quiet for a month, and we were all quiet. You don't, you're like, I'm not even going to talk to you. Those are the things that keep you surfing. Yeah. These younger kids today, they're like, oh, I don't want to be into it anymore. Well, then, you know what, man? You're not going to ever have that drive because it's fun to go. Even who cares how the judging goes down? You know. You watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, it's a, yeah, it goes either way. So I get it. Yeah, it's like, it is fun, and it is competitive, and... It's good to compete, though. Like, yeah. It keeps you alive. Like, man. Yeah. Muscle mentals. It, it was nice to walk away with that one. And, and it was nice to see all the boys that sure. walked away with the actual first place. You know, congratulations, Shane Wiggins, of course. An amazing surfer from here. Yeah. Um, you know, Morgan, Nathan was out. Uh, Gabe Proust, Matt, Chris Hopkins, uh, Kyle was even there. A couple of the older TGSA guys that, that have been, at least in the last decade, um, we miss you, Zach May. We wish you'd come back. Um, you know, yes. even John Still. We're getting Marcus out there next year. He yeah. just needs to buy a membership, show up. You know, it's all about the barbecue, the good times. Yeah. Watching the little kids. So if yeah, we're the not kids, it's all about so the, 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 the kids yeah. are stoked about it. Yeah. So if the grown ups or the older surfers that were the mentors back then just go, well, I would like to say, well, it's like we're all together. Yeah. 
and the kids see it and they're like, I want that. Yeah. So it's not always about winning. And I think we, I mean, it is still, but it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. I no, think no, no. Showing, showing it for the younger yeah. generations that like, hey, like, yeah, we might not agree with everything or not agree about stuff, but we're still all here as a team. Like, yeah. And we're all here for each other. And you, you count also, on them in the serve. You also have these uh, historic battles if you might go that way, you know, and, and rightfully so. You know, you're writing your own Texas history, which is what I've been a firm believer in and what I've done for for so many years is like you're them kids they're looking at you like man that 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 rivalry between those cats you know they're, they're yeah. really good when the final hits you know so, <laughs> yeah if you're into that they get fired up and that's beauty that is beauty and you have to definitely go into your background of surfing and decide that maybe sometimes now you're going to follow the competition scene and be an announcer you're going to be a judge you're going to be someone in there pushing in a kid i'm always feeling so str- like spread thin because there's so many parents that come up to us and go can you push my kid? And I'm like, I want to, and I'm still in my competitive nature. So no offense. Hey, nobody get all mad about this, but you know, Shane and them get to go take a nap for a little yeah, bit. Dude. Your boy has uh, been pushing in kids. Shane, you better start pushing in kids this year. So it's funny because you're out there and dude, you're fighting. Dude, we had a tropical storm yeah, during yeah. the state championship. No, Great sir. You're fighting, bro. You come in. You're just like, I went in in the five minutes. They were already two minutes paddled out. This swell, you wanted to be the five minutes. It was outside Port A. You wanted the five minutes to get out. It was tough because of the way the current was. But if you got to sit there with fresh, I'm not making excuses. It, it, I'm just saying just you out. need to <laughs> you need to push in kids next year. We all need to. Do, that's the thing. We're yeah, growing the sport. About, we're it's tilling not the ground. About the men and the masters and all that shit. Like you said, you should as. You guys should make it a whole day event to where you're like, well, oh. you know, I mean, everybody should come and hunt a little bit, but sometimes sure. you should pick up a shovel and a rake. You know, sure. you see a couple branches on the ground, pick them up. Yeah, but exactly. It, it's, yeah, it's crazy. You don't see that sometimes. Like a guy uh, just like walk by stuff, and you're like, dang, any other dude out here to pick that up? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm not even, and I'm not even calling nobody out. I'm just saying this is the time when we can make the difference. We've all had our constructive criticism moments where everyone's like, well, I wish it would have been like this. I, uh, I actually, I, I will say this, I did get into the spot of the vice president of the TGSA along with Mary being the president and a wonderful corals in there. Um, we've got uh, Chris Hopkins, Kyle Hopkins, um, and, and some people from Jacob and Christina from North oh, yeah, Zone. Yeah. So there's a bunch, Cliff still the head judge, mm-hmm. and, and then we got a North Jacob, whatever, but everybody's trying to work together to... You know, I've, I've complained a lot, so I'm going to go in there and try to bring some life to sure. what they want to do at the same time. And I think it's going to be great because we do need to keep watering those seeds. Right now, we're seeing the surf industry take a dive. We've seen some of the best magazines. You guys both grew up. The biki- middle bikini shots of surfer. You know, not kidding. No, it's the Reef Girl. Surfer Reef Magazine, Girls, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, First dude. page, son. But we still need to feed that Lost, industry. Like that whole... That whole thing, dude, like, yeah, it's, it's gone. And, and so anyways, even with fishing no, and hunting, that's the same thing. You got to have the youth programs and they get yeah. the first, they get the first shot. You know, the, the gun youth season starts before anybody even spooks the sure, deer. Yeah, well, yeah cool that's that? a big thing. That's I cool never got thing. that. Yeah. Shit. 12 was the cutoff, brother. Yeah, I, never, <laughs> I never got to do that. Brother. I wished. Dude. Yeah. How and sick you, would that be? You had to have your hunter safety. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, but, I think that's great, you know, and that's beautiful. And the TGSA was definitely a part of my life growing up, and I'm glad they're still moving and grooving, and everybody's having a great time. And like I said, it's, uh, you know, my good friend Rob Mazin and I talk about this all the time. I think there should be a little bit more structure to where, you know, contests should be dated and made, but that's neither here nor there, and that's dated. I'm not part of it. Well, meaning that it has to be on these dates. Oh, sure. No matter well, what. No sure matter no, what. Oh, that's yeah. we, had the th- we had the three call. I mean, there would be specific dates that would just be flat, and you were sure. just like, everybody show up, well, and then we could have a swim out, you know, uh, 500 meters swim out. Or, yeah. And beach cleanup. Yeah. So yeah. if you went to different towns, my, this, so here's my soapbox. In SoCal? If you went to uh, the different towns in Galveston, blah, 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 South Padre, Corpus, and even if it was flat, and then you showed that city, like, hey, man, we did a beach cleanup, dude, and this is how much we did, and this and that. You don't think they'd be That's amazing because, lenient yes, to, he's right. Yeah. He's no right. We need what. to do that. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad you're doing this right now. I'm picking that up, and I'm going to take that to the top because this is the thing. We have that issue. We go into a city, and we go, hey, we're going to have competition. And they're like, oh, my God. And we're like, hey, but you know what? If we show up and there's no waves, and even when we do leave, we always leave it clean. Sure. Like they they it know. Always is. We always, always do come has. back oh, clean. Yeah. TGSA has been up and yeah, since I've, always. I've always supported But we do need to do that. And sure. it, it's not – so you don't just come and take advantage of the area, and that's what I see a lot of Maybe people – Maybe they'll start waiting yeah. fees. And Dude, like, spring you know break's These the worst. Better, you know, they're you – know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I was a Boy Scout. You yeah. Know, I was a Cub Scout. We did good, and the Comuno loved it. And so, same thing. Like, hey, man, maybe these cities will start waiving your beach fees when they're like, you know what? This is actually the best shit. You know, I can't believe Corpus hasn't because they make so much from – and Galveston, too. That's how Padre. They make so much from the stickers and the beach audience and all that, you know? So why wouldn't they be like, finally, this is the day and age to listen to surfers. Yeah, those are like 25 bucks. Because just like the Spicoli's, yeah. Well, I mean, in some areas. $500 it, ticket if you don't have a $12 sticker. Son. You ain't lying. $12. I never have a $12 it's, sticker. Son. Well, I, Outlaw Country. I don't want to put a <laughs> dirty beat sticker on my car. They finally, <laughs> they finally, they paved the road to Newport and they paved the road to Packery. There's still an area where, um, and I'm going to use our explicit mark on this one. Every asshole comes through with some four wheel drive truck and just spins out and does all these donuts in the area and you wonder why our beaches are just tore up there at the entrance mm-hmm. because no one can just drive onto the beach like you know Normal like human. yeah it's just like you got you know uh what i was it what was it i didn't mean to interrupt you dude but. <laughs> no you're not i was trying to think of the character from joe dirt <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that shitty boyfriend uh, what's it? I don't know, but when I was a kid here growing up during certain times of the year, these dudes at the four-wheel drive trucks would, like, take, like, their super swampers and make a trench across the road. Like, if you're trying to go, like, southbound and would just trench – or northbound. As a tr- speed bump? No, trench it up and make a hole so cars would get fallen there and yeah. they charge them to get out, tow them out. Yeah, and that's oh, something that like, we need to oh stop. My I mean, God, dude, that was crazy. That's so horrible. I don't I, think they do that. I just remember, they, I remember that back in the day. You're like, wow. JP Luby used to be outlaw. Used to be outlaw country, <laughs> dude. I think outlaw. Van Halen played there and shit one time. <laughs> it was crazy. I know Sammy Hagar played there. Come on. I'm telling yeah. you, there's been some sea sculptures on JP yeah. Luby when I was a kid. I was like, I. I can't believe there. I don't know if you're familiar. There was a pavilion like before the jetties were here. 
I'm drawing on a map. There's this, it was all beach with the, the <clears throat> pylon jetties. And then there's this big pavilion that had ACDC and shit played. Dude, yeah, dude it was like crazy. Insane. Like, wasn't it uh, the Miller Lite biggest party ever? Like back in 1988 or something. And then MTV <laughs> Spring Break on our beach. So it, it's so funny. It went from there to South Padre. I yeah. mean, we have a beautiful coastline that yeah. we talk about, but that's crazy because there's nostalgia there. When they put the jetty in, it killed all that. Dude, like, my dude, mom didn't want me surfing because it was dirtbag country. Dude, dude it like, was out. Of, my yeah. dad would like sit in the car and be pissed. Because yeah. like, I was a little <laughs> grom and I'd want to go and he'd have to drive me out to the beach and he'd have to sit in the car the whole whole time and the whole time he's like these guys will kill you yeah and you're like nah they're cool dad they're cool shit <laughs> hey, well i don't know if it's like that anymore but nah i know it's it seems like a lot of families have encompassed the beach and you know you don't see that too often i mean there's mm-hmm. so much vigilance these days that you know it's unfortunate that people get you know feel scared because there's so much vigilance but mm-hmm. i mean sometimes that's what it takes and Things get out of hand. I've watched people get drunk at the beach and just leave all their bottles. Oh, even. Man, not man, even cans. Yeah, it blows me away. Bottles on my nah. beach. Or throwing cigarette bottle. butts repetitively, uh, yeah, you know? Cigarette and butts, man. Dude, those cigarette butts are... If you've ever spent any time in the ocean, you know turtles are beautiful and it sucks because there's a lot of things. And I'm not saying that it's like I'm worshiping turtles, but it's nice to see a species not have to struggle so hard just to evolve mm-hmm. in a sense. And die in your cigarette butt. <laughs> so that was the down part of our <laughs> And we'll move forward positively without killing uh, our cigarette. No, I get you, man. I yeah. get it. I got good friends, and, you know, I bust their chops all the time. Like, dude, why are you throwing your grits on the fucking beach, man? Except if you surf, bro. Yeah, we all surf. What are you doing? And, you know, whatever. Life is happening, and uh, so hopefully... Everybody makes better decisions as we move. No, yeah. And you know what? We always just share the experience, and I sometimes get a little bit into it. I I definitely, 30 minutes into this thing, I start to really dig in my heart about what we're talking about. And I think we we all, like, share an experience out here. And I I, I definitely want to talk about some of this fishing and harvesting animals that you guys have been doing lately. I mean, it seems like the redfish have been on, and... Yeah, man. Oh, dude. But yeah, to cut you off, dude. But like, yeah, rest fishing was good a couple days this week. But that storm surge, that water got so high. And it was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like boat ramp, the whole parking lot to the boat ramp was underwater yesterday. So if you're not from the south coast or wherever we're from, like... If you haven't never seen it, it's like three feet, four feet just rise out of the water in the back bays. When you have storms. Yeah, yeah it's just water everywhere. It's There's crazy. Me. So, like he's talking about, you can't even get to the dock where you're going unless you're going <laughs> to get your whole, like, car saltwatery. Oh, yeah, the whole dock was underwater. Like, where all the guides all usually tie up in the morning, all underwater. Um, when I opened my car door yesterday morning to get out to like launch the boat i try to get it back because like man i've seen guys try to launch their boats in the parking lot when it's kind of high but yeah. this is as high as i've ever seen and i was like i'm just gonna put it as far back as i can get it to get it a little bit of an angle so I don't start my motor on asphalt which could be a bad day for anybody Jeez. but uh, when i opened my door that morning i as soon as i opened it it was right at the bottom part of like the 
metal right before it comes into the door. And I was just like, oh my goodness. I was like, if somebody creates a wake, it's like, yeah, no splash. That's three. crazy. I, I, I saw that when you were <clears throat> videoing it this week. I was like, what the heck? Well, you know, the beauty is when you come over JFK right there, you can see it. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, snap. Like, everything's just see, I came mobbed, in the dark. You know? It was like 6 in the morning, and yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh. No, I came, like I said, 9 o'clock. I longboarded, what, yesterday or something. It was really nice oh, after yeah. the storm. And then I came over the bridge, and I saw your post, and I was like, oh, shit. He just, <laughs> he went to, that's all salt water, son. Yeah, I know. I know choice, man. I sprayed that. I got it. It's on for, the road right there. Instead of pulling in and wash my boat off, I pulled my car in first. And I sat there, and I think I spent 10 bucks just, like, blasting. It was, like, so open, like, all kinds of stuff. Sorry about I, that, baby. Sorry about that. I know. Like, <laughs> well, that's the, she's only been on the beach one time at JP. And what's I just, her like, name? Drove my, my uh, sweet, sweet <laughs> Toyota 4 But I only. Maria, Maria. <laughs> Something so sexy song. like that doesn't deserve a name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she's only been on the beach one time. The West Side like, Story. Yeah. <laughs> I washed her so hard when I uh, drove it on the beach just to like look at a swell one time. Yeah. And I was like, I got to get off the sand because it's going to start rusting. I feel it. Yeah. But then it's like uh, eating sugar, your teeth just start. Oh, uh, but I had clients for two days in a row this weekend, and I had to, I was like, man, I had a launch, and I was like trying to think of other places where I could go, and I never thought of the JP Luby, like the channel. That ramp is so steep. I could have launched there probably. Roger, yeah. And the even the guy at the bait stand was like, man, you should have just launched there. And I was like, yeah. damn, if I would have done that yesterday, bro. It's, it's like, pretty elevated. It's a newer newer area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's built to like a higher grade definitely sure. than everywhere else. But anyway, so the fishing was like really kind of tough this week. A lot of days. Harvest moon. Harvest. We had a, yeah the harvest moon man that definitely killed it last weekend for me pretty hard. And then Monday, we kind of got it dialed in again. Tuesday, we got it really fire. Wednesday was phenomenal. And then that uh, storm kind of picked up again. So Thursday was really hard fishing. I had to take a day off Friday. And then this weekend, we grinded. I mean, these boys, they put in the work. We got saw a lot of fish. And it was like they'd come up and look at the fly Ooh. and just spook off. As soon as you start a back cast, even no shadow, nothing. Like we looked, just tried every angle and scenario, and they're instantly feeling you and just gone. And uh, it was tough. I think that high tide had him just kind of like, what's going on? I mean, yeah. every, there was dry land that I've never seen underwater before. It was mm -hmm. all underwater, and you're just like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. But today it got better. Yesterday evening got a little bit better. So in the afternoon, I think the bite's been turning on. Mornings have became kind of garbage for me, especially throwing flies. But um, it's been a good time. I mean, a lot of met a bunch of cool people this week. Had some people coming from Tennessee fish with me. Shit, yeah. Young couple, and uh, really interesting to see like their story and how like how stuff's been going on during COVID, like in that part of the country and like all these different areas and like how they're here and like what their perspective is of it and uh i bet they're not wearing masks <laughs> they're like blown away yeah. like it's still, but they live in the country yeah they're like it's just the two of them we just uh we're waiting to go pheasant hunting yeah, <laughs> and, uh, like, we don't talk to anybody we tend our fields i get it I, I was in alabama and no one was wearing masks really and but these yeah but it's yeah. very kind of rural it's like different i yeah. mean yeah i get it like if, i'm sure like my parents live on our ranch and i yeah they're not they, leaving I'm, the I'm, town. They're, they're not ever leaving the ranch. i mean they're they not have coming enough. in contact with people they're like 
all right, I've seen you. You're not sick. Yeah, so they don't understand. <laughs> like, they walked into the grocery store and, like, a yeet lady. Look, like, I'm not trying shaded. to be a jerk about it, you know. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not either. Like, it is, it's just know? crazy. But, like, it's You different. know if you're, yeah. So, anywho. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to change that all weird. No, no, no. <laughs> I just didn't want to go on a tangent of like what we believe about mask wearers. Oh, no, no doubt. No doubt. No, but it's nice. Got Why did you trip. turn on the porno blacklights? It's about to get freaky. It's about to get freaky in here. <laughs> now we're, it, that reminds me, we're in October and, you know, the fishing usually does get really good in October and, oh, yeah. and the surf gets really good in October for Texas and in California. Um, in Hawaii, in that's Hawaii. my favorite time to be there. It's getting ready to turn on. We see another fall event getting ready to happen. It's going to drop real low and go all the way across to the eastern seaboard. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see fall again right after the tropical storm season. Yeah. yeah. Who's getting fall? Do what? Who's getting fall? We're mm-hmm. not getting fall. Well, we're going to get a cold love, front. We're going to get in the lower, almost uh, high 50s. I don't know, uh, my, my house has pumpkins all around it, so, like... Well, you got congratulations on your new house. Oh, yeah, it's been a week. So you need to hurry up and clean it so we can have a kegger. <laughs> I don't know about how that's going to go. No, 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 no. no, no. John, <laughs> so I've only lived at my house for a week. John came by one night or something, like, drink a beer or something, say hi, just kind of check it out. He pulls up to the front yard, my neighbor's outside, and he's, like, honking his horn. He's like, woo! like gets out of his car that's like second day in house and i was like oh my goodness i'm gonna get all of these old people it's all old people the beauty is i live two blocks away yeah that's not even that far it's gonna get worse (laughs) (laughs) no i was walking my dog today and i was like saw john's house i saw the back of the armadillo or whatever you call your suburban now, and I was like, man, I her should name's take- the armadillo. Armadillo. I almost took trigger over there and uh, tease the, yeah, drop a deuce in John's yeah, yard. I got a bunch of cats. I'm trying to catch. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Down in the hole. Not <clears throat> so yeah, that's cat been fun. killing raccoon. Killing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, life so, is happening. Yeah, exactly. So that's been fun. Like uh, checking out like the new neighborhood and just been doing yard work. Like every day we get off the water and like trimming hedges and ivies and palms yeah. i'm like you got rid of the fungus uh ivy palm beauty they got rid of all of it. Like, <laughs> this the, now the spanish moss yes yeah, <clears throat> oh, oh no i still have that spanish oh, moss. the spores have infected air plant that's an air <laughs> plant totally live tree yeah, but that's an air plant. What yeah. I brought home is like does not look like an yeah. air plant. Yeah, right. I went to some like place in town, local place. It's called like Moonshine or I don't know what it's called. Wildflower. Wildflowers, yeah. that was it. I went there and they had air plants and I like, oh, they have air plants. And I went and looked at it and I was like, oh, that is not what I brought home. Yeah. What I brought home, it needs to get caught on fire. Because yeah, I buddy. I know I had it on my swamp. spores swamp. all over. Spores. You only lived no, a little bit down the road. You got spores now. Shit. How do you feel about that? I'm going to burn his house to the ground. This <laughs> <laughs> is a fortress, bro. It is, dude. It got Molotov cocktail. Like, you can't, dude. It's invincible. It'll come over there. It's invincible. It's invincible, dude. I have like, yeah. the whole thing's bombproof. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of you being down the street, dude, I dropped off a turkey with you. So I've been working on... I'm a, I, I like taxidermy. Come I'm into out. it. Like, shit. <clears throat> Another artistic talent that you have? Well, it's kind of cool. I think it's uh, my dad kind of raised me to respect the animals and stuff. And uh, 
It's because he's getting old. That's what old people do. They yeah, just wait old. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the Lost Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The Rufio one or the <laughs> Rufio? <laughs> no one would understand that. Yeah, yeah. are you the original Lost Boys? Uh, oh, yeah, the original Lost Boys. He's a, yeah, he's a vampire and dismounted exactly. all the time. But anywho, I think it's bitching. And so, uh, unfortunately, I've hit a couple snakes on the road and... Uh, but then you have to harvest a couple of rattlesnakes, and then you dropped mm-hmm. off a turkey you want to do. And I mounted my my nephew's turkey last year he mm-hmm. took, which is beautiful. We made that great fan. That's why I dropped mine. I saw yours, and I was like, oh, I want that. That's how I want mine. Yeah, though. it's pretty sick. And yeah. yours is a triple bearded one. It's pretty big. That's right. We talked about that triple yeah, beard. It's, it's pretty so... sick. The tail feather... There's one little one missing, but we'll make it beautiful. No, he's a, he's a rough, oh, three-bearded, yeah, outlaw yeah, turkey. He's a toad, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. He's a heavy yeah. He's a, He breeded, and then we took him out. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, I'm just getting into that. And uh, so my point being is uh, I got some mounts to do this week, but uh, I talked to my taxidermist, and you were going to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up now. This is a gator I just cooked. Oh. And then it was out of hand. I'm so. I bad. even begged him today. I was like, dude, <laughs> I, I was the ultimate. Hey, come to the podcast, bring the gator meat. Yeah, it has to be done. Like, yeah. Oh, Damn. Yeah. I was thinking some little out of the refrigerator gator nuggets. No. <laughs> oh man. Oh no, man. Shit. It has to be done right then. You know. I think. Uh, you know how it is with like yeah, fish, yeah, yeah. like a fish or something of that nature. You want it to be as fresh as possible and like. I can't believe how good it is. I'm just like, wow. It's unreal. Next podcast is going to be at John Seal's yeah, house, and we're going to have gator. Grab your computer yeah. up there. And we're yeah. gone. Yeah. We're sitting in the backyard. We can do it in the garage. Oh, yeah. Sound just the same. in the garage. It'll sound just the same. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That sounds like a good idea. Well, the beauty is there's a lot of meat. Oh, it's then it's on. So we're going to have quail, gator, That's bass. Enough. Doves. Doves. Yeah. yeah, we should go do a dove hunt. Yeah. But speaking of, though, back to the taxidermy, what's up with the coral snakes, man? I keep seeing you post videos and, like, photos of that. That is some crazy stuff. Are you seeing them, like, alive? I can't believe, yeah, dude. No. Hey, oh. look, I don't go out. And, somebody posted the other day on my Facebook, like, oh, man, you kill everything in sight. I said, you know what? I do not, sir. I said, that is not how it is. If you've ever been in South Texas, you're out on the ranches, you're out. You know, I, I do projects on like three or four different <coughs> ranches, and so that's a lot of land. You come in contact with a lot of, pieces. A lot of creatures, yeah, little critters, and you know, mice per square foot. I wonder what you know. Go on Google what a mouse range is. Yeah, <laughs> a field mouse, and then you'll see how many there are. And so, anyways, yeah, there's a bunch, and these, a lot of these creatures that I've been able to harvest, uh, were on my front porch. At this cabin. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, God dang, man. I like to take my boots off every now and then mm-hmm. and walk in my flip-flops or drink whiskey and then sit barefoot on the porch. But not if there's a coral snake. And then so I harvest them. Yeah, absolutely. But instead of throwing the dude in the field and letting a hawk eat him or something, which it would, yeah. which is great. Ants would eat it, whatever. Uh, I, I prefer to like, hey, man, let's skin this and try something and try to save this and, re- you know, like... And you, honor it. Yeah, you know, honor like, it. Yeah. Like, 
you know, not I'm flaunting artist. it, Gotti. You're you're honoring it and and wearing it during your while your your, da- your dad has it on his hat. Yeah, right? I saw that. Yeah. He's gonna happen. wear it and he's gonna let his sweat stain it, and it's gonna be part of that ranch. Sure, it is. It's gonna sit on the hat rack even. Yeah. and have character. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, like you said, you're giving honor and respect to this animal that you just harvested. Mm-hmm. He can kill you. Red and yellow kill a fellow. You don't get a name like that. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, red and black, you're okay, Jack. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Those colors matter if they touch for those that don't know. Yeah. Take that serious. Same thing. Like I killed a couple of moccasins right on the front damn porch. Mm -hmm. And you're like, man, this is, you know, it. I killed three rattlesnakes when I, I lived on the ranch for like three or four months. I killed three rattlesnakes on my front porch. One day I let Trigger in at night on the front porch, right on the mat. I saw this weird thing. It was baby rattlesnakes. Ooh. And you're just like, no, we're talking babies, like smooth babies. Not, oh, yeah, they haven't even scaled up yet. They have the black and white, like, tips. Yeah. Uh, but no rattle. No, and they I'm are venomous. You, they don't know how to stop. I killed them all. And yeah, I killed I them just, all. <laughs> I, like, I think that. they've done a study pretty much multiple times that have shown that the the little adolescent, the little bitty mm-hmm. ninos there and ninas they're they're gnarly the they're gnarly super quick. Just they just pumping. keep pumping venom mm-hmm. where the more mature ones hit you and they shoot like a and then that's it yeah roger mm-hmm. when you walked out of my ranch house not to interrupt your deal but like it was like a concrete deal and there's grass so i just go out there like at night and i would just pee out there yeah yeah totally. and it's like it wasn't yeah. like oh i'm like trying to be murderous or whatever but it's like I'm not going to walk outside to pee no. and get hit by a rattlesnake or a coral snake. No, no. There's a rule of thumb I have. And, I, I you know, uh, one of the ranch owner's girlfriends came out the other day. And and uh, she's from Columbia. So she's learning the whole project. And as a... That's know, interesting. Yeah, it's crazy cool. And uh, so you try to teach people, like, hey, man, once you get to the ranch, ranch eyes and snake boots are on. Yeah. Before you even get to the gate. And they're like, what's that mean? I said, man, you wrap your head around what you're doing and you put your boots you on don't before walk, you even get out yeah, of the car. You don't want to be complacent yeah. at all. You, Ever. Yes. Always proactive. Boom. Yeah. Looking like so. Them snakes, they hide. So that's a problem. I put on my snake boots and I get kind of complacent a little bit. And I put <laughs> my other boots back on. So I'm like walking around looking because I put my snake boots on. I'm just like, ah, cactus. Nah. It's like Trump through it. Mob. Hey, mob, you know. Like snakes, any, mob. Anybody who's ever walked to a stand in the morning that listens to this podcast knows that you're always walking like with vigilance. Anybody that knows, you know, how important it is, even getting hit by a hog, you run up, you know, you got hogs with piglets and you corner them. There may be a big old thicket between you and them and they're not trying to run through it. They got their little pass. And if you're blocking that path on their way out that they're used to running, that mama's going to come and bite you. you, Yeah. So it's just crazy because I think that when I was a young buck, I would always walk. With my 410, like the one we talked about, and I'd be behind my dad, and he'd be like, here, you want to try a little bit of tobacco? And I'd be like, yeah, and I'd get sick and spit. Yeah. He'd always like, watch out for the snakes, watch out for everything, and if the hogs come, you see me get in the tree, get in the tree too. And, yeah. you know, and it was like, you know, that's all I ever thought. And then I started <laughs> paying attention to all this stuff. And so I had a project, we talked about it at the Kennedy Ranch in this last year. The freaking rattlesnakes were bad. Yeah. I mean, they were coming up to the project. We have this big machinery going on. And you're like, all right. And we 
we we harvested them or we did what we had to do because sure. they were coming up like they didn't care. Yeah. Granted, we're in their home, but it's just one of those things. Like we're here, you're here. I respect you. You respect me. If not, sure. It's top of the food chain, baby. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can't argue. If somebody, if T Rex came to your house, you're gonna give yeah. it all you got. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. saying? <laughs> and you're that far out in the brush working. I mean, it's not like people are like, oh, just drive to the hospital. It's like, dude, you could be two or three hours from the front gate of the ranch. Totally. And then have to drive another yeah, we hour. We talked off. about that with the wild dogs last week. Like, yeah. look, man, look, these things ain't here to be your friend. You know, they're coming into your project and. And, uh, you know, we got to get after it mm-hmm. if they invade your space. Well, I, I think a lot of people agree with that. Listen to <laughs> Russell that. made a movement, so everybody's talking. I was like, did we do something with time? I was no, like, no, 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 through the week and we we, we really want to keep sharing with you guys the vision and the window and a positive outlook on life because you got to take yourself somewhere in the world and when you get up there's all kinds of hunting and fishing and surfing that you can do when you have the time um i think that reminds me you know i saw something this week where i was like people they they literally work for 50 years and then they live for 10 years and the cool part about being here on the Wild Bend, even if you just get your weekend off, there's Ooh. all kinds of awesome mm-hmm. things to do. You get busy real yeah. quick, dude. You mm-hmm. guys got to hit up Marcus. I'm telling you, you guys killing it fly fishing. Thanks, bud. I, uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if we could send people to John still yet because you still got a lot going on, and you may know some hunts that yeah. you can put people on. It's coming around. Yeah. We got land going off here soon, and, you know, we'll be able to rent, shoot, and hunt. I think that the people want to get interactive. If you've listened this far in our podcast, mm-hmm. I challenge you to, to reach out to us. And if it's a surfing experience or shooting skeet or cleaning an animal, a fish, if you wanted to learn to clean a fish, every one of us right now would, would meet up with you at the dock and, and show you how to clean a fish. And I exactly. think that's I'm, – I'm definitely thinking that, you know, a lot of people are wanting to see what it is that we do in real life. And I think we're going to start – Definitely uh, venturing down the road of, of putting a live podcast on in the action of what we speak. That way you know that we're not full of shit. Yep. I know there's a lot of people out there full of shit that talk the talk and act like they walk the walk. But these guys here and I definitely speak truth and reality in which we live. And it's not just an idea. It's something that we do. And I no, can't wait to get out. can't wait to watch yeah. Marcus tell some man dude to strip. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, man, it's like I said that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that happened this uh, week. Dude. Dude, stripping that... is part of fly fishing. So Marcus is yelling behind dudes all the time. Strip, 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 strip. right now. While that fish is right there. And I had a, <laughs> but I had you a... can take that shit out of context all day long. <laughs> oh, I know. And I had a husband and wife on my boat, the two from Tennessee. Yeah, strip. Thursday. <laughs> and he's throwing a fly all morning. And then she was throwing, like, artificials, like, just because she's not that familiar with fly fishing. And it was a little windy. And. They're trying to have fun and catch fish, and she's doing artificials, and then, like, she did something, and I was like, strip, strip, and I was like, hey, wait, no, I was like, hold I mean, on a second, uh, and I, like, told him, I was like, bro, I did not mean that how it sounded, he just starts laughing, he's like, it's cool this time, and yeah. <laughs> like, laughing at oh, me. Oh, my God. But it's so funny, it's just, like, sometimes, like, I forget, or if, like, my girlfriend's, like, will cast, or even John did it, 
He's throwing like a bait cat or a spinning rod, and I was like, strip, strip. And I'm like, oh, it means spin, spin. Not yeah, real. Yeah. Right, it's, it in. it's just funny. Well, you know, and it's funny. You're doing it muscle memory, and it's, you know, that's what it is. You're stripping it off of the spool. I mean, mm-hmm. but it's, 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 it's yeah. yeah. It's like buying sex wax, you know? Um, people, yeah. you know <laughs> people have air fresheners, have no idea what sex wax is. <laughs> but, you know, it's so cool. It's how you say something, the terminology, the contextual meaning. It, it's funny. So, yeah, I used to buy sex wax. I remember <laughs> my mom, like, she hit, like, <laughs> as a kid, you know? Yeah. You were a kid, you were like 12, and uh, Island Serpent Sunwear, thanks, uh, what's his name? He fucking ran that place. And uh, so, anyways, that was my first bar of sex wax. There awesome. you go. And I, you used to be able to save the thing. It was a strip, 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 sex wax, strip, 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 sex wax, strip, strip, strip. Think our new DJ. With our stripper lights going here. Didn't they have also Miss Palmer's, and then they had yeah, yeah. Five Daughters, so then you had yeah. like some all kinds of playoffs of sex wax. Man, we were we were all just thinking that man, the, we like the wax. That's the name. And then when you put it in perspective, I, I guess you know, like I never really I started reading that stuff, and it, it got interesting. Yeah, when you started looking at the re- labels, you're like, oh, this is pretty funny. Oh, like, was- they had it dialed in because know what, you're gonna buy it no matter. What. They could put anything wanted on that label, and you're gonna buy it because it's so, better. Sticky yeah, bumps. Totally. Well, well, regardless of that, I'm gonna go off on a tangent and tell you. <laughs> he's not talking to me so yeah 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 but uh so this bar of sex wax i got we had made our own skim boards and i lived kind of by the golf course right there when i was a kid i was like we talked about 12 years old and shit yeah and so i was like mom you gotta take me to the fucking surf shore by sex wax i put that on my fucking skim board and so when it rained and flooded the golf course we just like skimboard all the golf course. Dude, that had to be so mental. much fun. It was mental. Dude, those yeah. Games, those slide yeah, you forever, can do dude. like be dropping in on hills. Like it was so. I'm gonna say they I have beautiful coastal, there. and it's like super slippery when it's wet. And yeah. I can only imagine like transition down into like yeah. kind of a big deep flat and kind of go yeah. up I in the rain or after the rain. All during, like we knew, like we were just in the slovenly water. Like you know, once it just. There'd be those big gullies of just brown stuff, and you're like, ah, I tried to do the whole thing. Do the whole yeah. thing, trying to get it, trying to jump yeah, the, the pool. And then all of a sudden you show way. up full of fire ants. You're like, oh. Yeah, especially on the golf course around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, when it floods, then fire ants or ants just get on one log. Huh. And then you hit that one log, and you're game over. Gee whiz. Right? Man, we just got on a hellacious tangent off of like <laughs> sex wax. <Yeah. laughs> Which is funny because like it brings it back to you at the the stripping of the fly fishing uh spool. It it it's such an art what you do and there's so many people out there that check this out and we were going to really emphasize on another podcast about what you have to do to prepare for it, what goes into your morning, what's your favorite coffee, what boat are you using? We want to, I want to really know yeah. about this because Easy. we have such a variety of listeners and it's time to really emphasize on the art and what drives the whole thing. I like to fish naked. Cam Mound. He, <laughs> he really does though. So he's got a fans only on his Instagram. Oh, no, 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 no. You go ahead and check. No, see, there it goes. <laughs> 
No, a client was telling me about fans only the other day. Why your clients are dropping or joining? No fans only. What's that? So it's all a big joke, you know, and it's funny because. Honestly, the influence and and the stories are supposed to drive your motivation and and excitement about what it is each and every person does. And then, you know, if you're ever curious, because you run stagnant in some of your hobbies and you're wondering, you know, ask a question, write in to writeoncorpus.com or any of the outlets in which you can reach us as far as Facebook or Instagram. We all have handles. You can find that on the Instagram and definitely get a hold of us and ask us a question because we want to be as interactive as we can, all the information we have is original and, and really good, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so. I think and this is our Kamuna, our community. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We're here for you as well as you're here for us. We appreciate everybody. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I definitely, I definitely think this has been some of the most eye-opening little things for some people because I've had multiple people from all regions of Texas on the Gulf Coast and surfing that have all the love for the fly fishing and the hunting and the surfing. All these stories are exciting everybody in a different way. And we definitely want to hear what it is that you like to hear us talk about and each and every one of the things that we love to do, we love to share. So if you have any of that information you want to leak to us, please write us, let us know. And we want to really emphasize on some of that stuff. Yeah. You just get us up on our, like Instagram, on our Instagram page, Instagram handles personally. You have John Steele, you have Stefan, you have me at I live to fish. And, uh, I mean, yeah. At Stefan Lewis. Um, it's real simple. Uh, Gator recipes. He's, he's, (laughs) Hey, I think he'll even pull out the camera every once in a while. Huh? (laughs) $5 make you holla. But, um, I mean, if you got something cool for us to see, or you want us to show you around the way, I'm telling you, man, reach out to us. I swear. I, I, I want us to interact and I want us to inform and, and, uh, this guy's definitely got, you know, his fly fishing stuff ready to go. I mean, these are all outlets for us to, to definitely network so i'm stoked and we're stoked to uh, also be on apple podcast or spotify even right on dot uh, excuse me right on corpus.com uh, you can check us out on there a lot of people are always looking at the uh, links that we share and so if you're not being able to upload the link let's let us know just reach out to us again on our messenger and let us know and we'll send you the link to this podcast Guys, it's been an amazing evening, and I love it, and I think we're going to keep doing it. Good to see you. Come Great on. to catch up with you. Definitely. It was a good conversation this week. Busy week for everybody. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm right. just going to go to bed listening to Slater. <laughs> <laughs> later. Yeah, we're going to have a live podcast soon, so guys, stay tuned and just enjoy it. Right on Corpus.com, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts.